Welcome to Live Your List. Allow myself to introduce myself. I'm Jared Murray, your host today, and across from me is my sidekick, Ryan Eller. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. It's not about condemnation, it's about implementation. I work hard for this. I want you to know that. How much are you willing to hustle? Am I right, Ryan Eller? You gotta, you gotta flex that hustle muscle. Well, I'm not going to, ever. Even if there's a fire. Well, actually, it fires me up. I just got fired up with that. For I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you your hosts, Jared Murr and Ryan Eller. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, today could be the day that you change the way you work. Chances are you are doing things that you should not be doing, and there is one word that can change your life and improve the way you live your list. We'll talk about it. Cue the music. Open up the champagne. Pop. It's my house. Come on. Turn mm. it up. Mm. Hear a knock on the door in the night. Little Flo Rida to start the show off I like today, this song. huh? This song fires me up. My house. I really like this song. We know, you know, we're not video podcasting today. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're get, we're working on. It. We got the tech team on it. Kyle, the interns, well, working like on it. it. Cody, like the, the roommate. Yeah. yeah, I like the periscope. We're that working we got on going. it. We but you know what people issues. miss out on? The dance. You're dancing right now. Mm. Look at him dance. Oh, you can't see him. Kyle's seeing him. You know where I live. Sometimes you gotta stay. That's dance. It. This is how I dance in my house. Because, you know, the last episode was dance. Hey, I hope you've been dancing. Last episode with dance. This song plays in perfectly with it. Because, you know, friend of the show, Rachel Mayo, great, you know, great loyal listener, and of course, friend of the show, she threw down the gauntlet after the dance episode. I don't think we'll ever be able to top it for her, but she, she was like the, the evolution of dance guy. She was. She, she threw it down last week. And so I am inspired by her. I want to throw down the challenge to you personally, Ryan Eller. Me? You personally, and actually the entire Live Your List Nation. Everyone, go to the Live Your List Facebook group. Which, if you're not in the live, if you're not in the Live Your List Facebook group, what's your deal, pickle? I mean, make it happen. Let's what is go. your deal, pickle? Make it happen. Yes, let a rip potato chip and get in the Live Your List Facebook group and do a dance video. Make a dance video. So you're challenging me I'm challenging to do a everybody. dance video. Yep, I'm challenging. Well, because we said last week, dance. We took the dance literally and said, man, dancing. It makes you feel good. It's good for your health. But metaphorically, it gives you freedom. It gives you courage. It makes you bolder makes you live your list in a greater capacity so you should be dancing by yourself everybody's okay. had a week and a half to be dancing by themselves next step was what dance with people you trust dance with people you and trust finally just dance everywhere so people you trust the live your list facebook group you post it i guarantee you're going to get some positive feedback on it you ryan this may be the only chance you ever get positive feedback for my positive dancing. feedback from your okay. dancing. And this okay. is the way to do it. Do you accept the challenge? I accept the challenge. Can I do it with get solo or in a group? It's up to you. Totally up to you. Okay. You can do it, do it with James. Do it with Kristen. Do it with okay. Caleb. We did see video of you dancing. Uh, everybody got to see it, and, and people loved it, of you dancing <laughs> oh in, in Nolens. In Nolens at the, uh, the little restaurant where we're playing the jazz music. Yeah, if you missed it, you're lucky, I think. That's on the living this Facebook Now, I do have a group. question. Cause That's you, great. Did you speed that video up? Or is that no, you were going speed? that fast. It was unbelievable. <laughs> well, I was... I guess I was just in Fuego in New Orleans. We were in New Orleans. In Soccer. Fuego? Yeah, we've been all over the place. People don't realize how much we travel. Well, uh, is it time for where in the world? You know what is. time it is. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> 
I challenge you not to dance to this song. Oh, I challenge you not to just go back to the good old days whenever uh, PBS had We're in the World of Karma San Diego, greatest geography. Probably the greatest kids geography-based game show ever, I'd say. That's a pretty narrow I think list of shows. I think that would be the best it's one. It's top one out of one, I potentially. So. Where potentially. does Where does Dora fall in this? Is Dora geography based? Oh no, that's a great question. Save He's always got show. that map. Save okay. for another show. Okay. We were down in New Orleans, people. We don't spend all our time here at the Paradigm Shift Studio. Paradigm Shift is tramping around the world, leading conferences, workshops, and everything. And we were down in New Orleans, and it was a great time. And Ryan, I, we have this segment so that you can tell us your favorite thing about New Orleans. Favorite thing about I'll tell you New what, Orleans? I'll let you think about that. I got a quiz for you. Can you name three celebrities from New Orleans? Oh, great! Oh, from New Orleans, like from New Orleans. legit, like up. born and yes, raised. Can we up. say like the Manning family? I'll, I'll count it. Archie count, Manning. I'm counting that as one, though. I'm not counting. You're that gonna as count all three. that as one. I'm well, I was mainly thinking you Archie Manning. I actually think they're probably from somewhere else, but he played New Orleans. And I'm gonna count it for you. Okay. I'm gonna count uh, what about some of those jazz musicians? What about like? Um, oh, I'm sure that's true. I've got. I'm looking on. Uh, I'm looking right here. Always, you uh, know, in, in in all fairness, I get the jazz musician and the guy who went on the moon mixed up. Uh, Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong and Neil Armstrong. Kind of get those mixed up. Louis Armstrong was the jazz musician, correct? Uh, yes. I don't think. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Louis Armstrong. I don't think he's from there, but I think he bought a house there. That's I'm going to say yes. I'm, I'm two having. for two. Um, I, I have honestly have no idea who else would be from New Orleans. Uh, a few people you know. Let's see here. Jacoby Jones, Peyton okay. Manning, uh-huh. Truman Capote. Okay. How about that? Fats Domino. All right. How about this one? Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon yeah, from New Yeah, how Orleans. about this one? You know this one. Sandra Bullock. I did not know that. Sandra Bullock. And the one that uh, I'm surprised you didn't get, Harry Connick Jr. Oh, Harry I should have gotten, gotten that one. Man, man. man oh, New Orleans was a great time. We went down there, led a conference. It was great. But, man, all of the, the dancing was on on my mind because it was Mardi Gras time. It is crazy down there. My favorite thing about New Orleans, to answer your question, favorite thing about New Orleans is definitely the food. We went to Mother's yeah, world's famous baked ham. It was fantastic. It was delicious. Uh, We... We ate some different different restaurants. I love the Cajun food. That's my the, the food, the culture, the experience, the ar- architecture, uh, Cat's Meow, the karaoke uh, establishment. All of those things I enjoy very much. Well, I like the music of New Orleans. You loved One how cool clean about, the streets were. <laughs> don't even get me started about the cleanliness of New Orleans. If you have never been to New Orleans, it is definitely an experience, and uh, I encourage you to do it. Speaking of New Orleans, Ryan, people have been asking... What, what's going on? Where have you been? When are you guys podcasting in? And it made me think of your new favorite segment. Oh, QFFTQF. Okay, hold on. Let me reverse. QFFTS. That, questions from friends of the show. Yes, questions, questions from, from friends, friends of, of the, the show. show. Do you have any for us today? I do have some for you, Jared. I'm going to do two because we're crunched for time already because we're talking about New Orleans. From friend of the show, Nate Pruitt, he said, have you ever considered doing a season where Ryan Eller has the facial hair and Jared Anthony Murray is clean shaven? And the answer is, I can tell you soundly, no. No. Next because question. I cannot grow facial hair, and Jared can't keep the facial hair off his face. That's right. He That's shaved right. this morning, as a matter of fact. Ryan, I'm like a fine wine, as you know. Uh-huh. I'm uh-huh. only getting better with age. But I don't know. People that don't know me as well, I, I mean... It, if, if we can be honest for a moment. Are we talking think, about your beard growth? Gets well, better with I think age? my beard helps the look. I think my beard helps my look. Well, it, hides, like in, it hides part of my face. There you go. But I'm getting better looking as I get older. 
This, Am I right did or am this I wrong? Just, the, the, I don't think this had anything to do with Nate's question. It's a yes, you answer. are. Yes, yes, you are. That's all I wanted to hear. You Next are getting, question. Okay. Next question. This is a really good one from a friend of the show, John Wygant. He says, when does delegating become perceived more as passing the buck? John Wygant, always doing his homework. He knew the show was going to be about delegate, so he asked the delegate question. Do you want me to read that back to you, Jerry? Please do, because I can When go does off on it. delegating become perceived more as passing the buck? Well, the word of the day is delegate. If you're going to live your list, if you're going to be a leader, if you're going to grow, you should be delegating more. There, I said it, and I stand by that statement. You should be delegating more. To answer John's question directly, when does it when does it become perceived as that? Yeah, all when, the time now. Yeah, yeah, I think I think delegation has a hugely negative connotation, and poorly so. Why poorly is that? So. Do we need to break that down? Do you got time if to you break it to, down? I think I have time to break it down. I think it. I think it has that perception because honestly, I think some people do pass the buck and call it delegation. There's poor delegation and there's good delegation. Poor delegation is yes, poor leadership. Poor management whenever someone is literally just passing the buck. I don't call that delegation. I don't what call do you that call delegation that, at all. I call that passing the buck. Or I call that just sending your crap work down the, down the street that you don't really want to do. So you're True saying— True delegation okay. is in line with empowerment. True delegation is in line with leadership. You see, leadership, great leaders are not those who just do everything. They're those who get things done. And the best way to get things done is to put people in a position to succeed— it a worthwhile cause. That is delegation. So well, how, everyone should be delegating more. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your job is. You should be delegating more. Well, how do you find the balance in Jared? Because I, I, I see where people, and I have seen it myself because I've worked in uh, not necessarily the corporate world, but at the university level, where everybody knows that one person that is either a master delegator or they're just daggum lazy and they're in a position of power where they, they pass all the stuff down to their minions below them. And that's where, that's where delegating potentially can get a bad word. So are you saying that it's only delegate if you are empowering? Is that what you're trying to no, say? No, no, no. I have two answers. Well, okay. the answer, yeah, my problem, it should be. The answer to that is, as the leader, you have to ask yourself, why am I delegating this? Why am I delegating this? And if I'm delegating this because it enables me to do what I do best and frees my time to do what I do best, then that's a good answer to delegating. If the answer is, I'm doing this because this is a really terrible thing and I don't want to do it and I'm procrastinated and I'm behind and I'm not going to do it and I'm wanting to pass the buck, then that, you're not empowering anybody and that's not even really delegation then. That's, okay. That is laziness. That's procrastination. Now, I, I want you to know I'm not disagreeing with Please. you. Hey, I'm agreeing with you 100%. Advocate. I'm be agreeing with you 100%. Advocate. I'm okay but here, with that. My, my thought is, for me, what do I want to delegate? I want to delegate some of my mundane administrative tasks with inside of Paradigm Shift. All right. Who am I empowering with that? Like, okay, I want you to... I want you to Enter this data, man. No, I'm I'm fascinated here, Ryan, because I honestly think we could take make two episodes out of this because I'm I'm wound up, okay, okay, and I'm I think I'm going to say a few things that some people might find controversial, but I believe to be true. Okay, every task that you want do not want to do, someone is dying to do. Okay, it, that can be said for every person. I'm I'm answering your question specifically, but I think every person out there, when you have something, you're like, I just really don't like to do this. Someone in this world loves to do it. Okay, I don't, don't want to go to extremes. Someone like, loves to do this. We were talking to a lady the other day that said the further she went in the management position, the more 
dirty jobs she ended up having to do because she was the one that was ultimately responsible responsible for sure. it. So the men's toilets overflow. Yeah, someone is dying to do that. Or is it like like I don't know, I'm not wanting to go to extremes, but are you saying potentially someone's dying to have a job? Someone wants to have a job and they would gladly do the nasty jobs if it meant a steady Here's paycheck. Is that what you're saying? Here's I mean, what I'm I, saying. I'm not saying that if you take on an attitude of delegation that you're never going to do anything you don't want to do again. That's not true. That's not true. Especially if you're entrepreneurial, if you own your own business, if you're pursuing something in your hustle time, you are going to have to do things that you don't like to do sometimes. That's true. But if you are continually doing projects, tasks, and trying to complete objectives that are not in your strength and that are not what you love to do, then you should delegate more of those. I've so I've said a thousand times. My goal as an entrepreneur, and I think this but, this works f- across the okay, board. Okay, my goal would to put myself in a position to do things that I'm best in the world at. Okay, my strengths. Okay, and the things that I love to do. Okay, yes. right. All and right. then if I can delegate or empower others to do the things that I don't enjoy doing or I'm not strong in, then as a team we'll be much more successful. Yes. And that's, and that's the idea of delegation. That's the idea of delegation. But I'll even take it. I can even break it down. Even I guess I have a quick answer before we go to break is the answer is where to delegate. Some people don't know where, even where to delegate. Number one place is hire it out. Hi-o! Hire it out. Hi-o. Hi-o. People don't think of hiring it out as delegation, but it absolutely is. If you can hire something out within your task, project, job, dream, then you're providing opportunity for another person's dream. In other words, if I'm if I can hire out graphic design, I'm making some things. I'll do something for my own life. You know okay, what I'm saying? Like sure. I produce we produce a lot of curriculum with paradigm shift, you know, and we try to make that stuff look good. Well, if I can hire it out to someone who's to make trying it look to, good. to make it look good, that's trying to really make establish a side business as a graphic designer, then that's a win-win. Sure. Now, there's a cost implied, and I'll speak to that at the end of the show on on the cost, what the actual cost is. But yeah, hiring it out is a form of delegation. Hiring it out. You are providing another person's job and maybe helping establish their dream. You're empowering them to do what they want to do. So hire it out's number one. Number two, hustle swap. A hustle love swap. a good hustle swap. I'm re- I really love okay, somebody's loving graphic design. Do you love graphic design? No, no, not at all. I don't either, but someone loves it. Now that's the optimum, and that's what I'm saying when it's someone's dream. Okay? okay. And so you can exchange services. Say, hey, I don't have money to pay you here, but maybe I offer something and you barter with people and you just you just talk to people about that. And that provides a great way to delegate. That's a form of delegation. Get in there, get in these groups on Facebook, get online, get in some professional communities and find people that are trying to accomplish great things and exchange services. Well, and I think this is, we always speak, I think we speak a lot to the entrepreneurial side of things because we we're do. entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. But for the everyday person who's working eight to five okay that's not necessarily wanting to to make extra income but they're sure. wanting okay. to time the re, one of the reasons you delegate is for time, time management yes. time management right so yep. you say i i want to delegate to someone to mow my yard okay yes so that's contracting it out hire it out you're hiring it out to someone and you're helping them pursue their dream of yes. mowing a yard and you don't have to mow your yard because you don't enjoy mowing your yard. And that frees up time for you to be with your family. Well, even so that's in, delegation, right? It is. And even in an 8-to-5 job, if there's, if that's where if you're working on a project, figure out within the project 
whose strengths fit certain tasks better and operate therein. Well, I can remember one time my father in law cubicle to cubicle. Yeah, my my father in law traded land. He has land. Someone could keep their cattle on his land, and then he that person then came out and did bulldozer work on his property. So that was a hustle swap kind of. Yes. Right. Exactly. And and Wayne would take care of some of the cattle and do some of those responsibilities because he enjoyed it and he had the time to do it, but he did not have the time or resources to do the bulldozer work. Okay. So that's like the everyday hustle swap. Is that what, kind of what you're saying? It is. I want holistically, I think we, the world should change the way we perceive delegation. I'm curious how the world perceives delegation because I know in my classically, the, the circles that I grew up in, like my, you know, I have people that give me a hard time for my delegation. Like, yeah, what'd you do? Just delegate that out? Yeah, d- leave it to Jared, delegate it out. And I, I come to the point, I take it as a compliment. Yes, I do delegate a lot of responsibilities because I'm trying to help people, influence lives, be a leader. It's hard for me to be a great leader if I never delegate a task. Other people aren't doing anything. So you asked the question. I'm curious to what the world thinks about delegation. Yes. So we posed this question in Live Your List Facebook group, and good. we got some really good did. responses. I thought you were going to. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to break, and the commercial for our break, I want everybody to stay tuned in because it's one of our favorite events the Launch Out Conference in Atlanta. We've got a new radio spot for me. I want you guys to check this out. Are you trying to live your list, but life keeps getting in the way? Are you trying to be a life changer, but struggle to make those changes in your own life? Launch your life forward in 2016 by attending one or more of the three Launch Out Conferences. Surround yourself with like-minded dreamers who are traveling to Atlanta, St. Louis, and Southern California who will encourage your success. This conference is for you if you're stuck and need to engage your dream, or you can see your plans becoming a reality and need a platform to embark on your dream. Register today at launchout.com and embark on a daring voyage to navigate your dream and live your list. Have you ever wanted to see Jared Murr live and in person? Have you ever been and wanted to go to the city of Atlanta? Have you ever wanted to hang out with the likes of Dave Bouchard, Kelsey Humphrey, Rachel Mayo? The list goes on and on. Launch Out 2016 could be for you. Atlanta. That's pretty April? good. I didn't even know that it's. I didn't even know the commercial had stopped. You just kept. I going just kept there. on That's going. Impressive. I know. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Join me, Jared Anthony Murray, in Hot Atlanta, April Jam. the twenty second, twenty third. Going to be in Atlanta. I'm going to be there at LaunchOut. LaunchOut.com. Great things happening. Embarking on a discovery. Embarking on your pursuits. Embarking on your path to a, living your list. Living your dreams. That's what's about. That's the most use of embark. I will. I really I, caught you the said, word embark in the promo. I, I heard and that. I liked it. We have said embark more in this two minute stretch than I think I've ever used the word embark. Embark. Embark in my entire life. It's gonna, right. We're going to say it so much, it's going to sound funny. We're going to think it doesn't yeah, sound like I'm already like there. Embark. 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 That's weird. Just start saying it to yourself. Embark. Well, you embark. know, some people would automatically come up with excuses why they couldn't go to something like Launch Out. And if I really analyze most of their excuses, I could probably say, how much of that is because you're a poor delegator and you're taking on too much responsibility yourself or you're trying to accomplish things and you're not using the comparative advantage that basic economics teaches us? 
so that we can do more with less and accomplish greater things in this life. Ryan, you're really starting to fire me up about delegation. I know. I feel like I you're against me, and I'm getting really, not, really irritated over here. I am not against because you. I'm, I'm for you. Give me a hard time about delegation. You know it. And it's a, it's a, it's gotten a bad rep, and it's enough. It stops here. here. The line must be drawn here, this far. No farther. I think of, like, my sister, God bless her, uh, when it comes to delegation, there are certain people that give delegation a bad name. Yes. So that's what it is, and I think, and this is perfect, so we asked, we asked Live okay, Your List what Nation. what do people think about it? And I, I really like this. Mona, Mona Flynn Turrell said, I'd like to say teamwork. Teamwork is the first word that came to mind for her when you say delegation. But for me, like it usually means busy, because mm. I'm the one they count on to delegate to. Right, I'm totally fine with that because it means I have earned trust, which I really like. You talked about trust. Trust is a huge factor. Now, in here's here's the last part, and I think this is where uh, delegation gets a negative connotation. As long as they don't take advantage of me, as long as they don't take advantage of me, here's where delegation gets tricky. And here's where it gets messy, is whenever you start to take advantage of people. How do you take advantage of people? You don't compensate them for their responsibilities. Okay. Hey, I've seen this in the entrepreneur world and without. I've seen it where people say, hey, you're really good at graphic design. How about I give you this opportunity? I empower you to do graphic design for me, and then I don't pay you. I don't compensate you. I don't treat you like you deserve. I don't give you the opportunities. Now, let's look at this. We have interns, right? Yes, we do. How much do we pay our interns? Nothing. Not very much. We have no several interns. No money, that is. We don't pay them money, that is. We, but if I continually said, hey, Philip, Philip, here is a new opportunity for you to do my work. Mm-hmm. Here's a new opportunity. I'm empowering you because I'm giving you a new skill set. This is really, really good. But then Philip gets no return on his time investment. Then it's poor delegation, in my opinion, because we're taking advantage of Philip because we have position of power, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what I have to be conscious of is say, this is going to be worth your time. This is going to be worth your time in either money, in skill set, or in down-the-road opportunities, and I'm going to delegate to you in that way. Because we do give our interns a lot of opportunities <laughs> to do our work. Well, it, you bring you bring up some fascinating points, and I, I we don't have time to answer them all, so I'm going to answer succinctly. And then can, I, can I just, can we table this? Can We're we, going to have to do a delegate part this? two. Because I'm not, I'm not even started yet. Okay, very quickly, if you're going to talk about people being taken advantage of or taking advantage of other people, that's rooted in character, and that's a completely different side note. You can delegate with poor character or you can delegate with good character, and that's about your intentions, motivations, and what you want for the people to whom you're delegating. So that's a character issue. That's a deep issue. Yeah, you can have a boss or an employer or a fellow entrepreneur who's a real jerk and is taking advantage of you. That's a totally different story. Um, or it can be a, an awareness issue. I think that happens more often than people have, like they're jerks. I think they're just not aware that people that they the people they think they're empowering people. They have good intentions, and then people walk away and they're like, "Man, he keeps giving me more and more stuff, and I keep getting t- taken advantage of." But that goes back into communication and trust. It does, and it that's does, a, that's and that's where the bigger issue lies. It is. You brought up interns. You brought up people with whom we work. And I'm going to answer your question. I think you threw out, you were really coming at me hardcore early I on. I was not. And saying, so you're telling me. And I said. You're telling me if I ask somebody to clean up the filthy toilets, that that's delegation and empowerment. And my answer is, well, it could be. And here's why. My third, all that we've really covered, I have three different segments. Where to delegate, how to delegate, and when to delegate. The cost of delegation. 
And I think you're going to love the cost of delegation, but I haven't even got to it. I'm just on where. So where the first place is hired out. The second place is hustle swap. The third place, and this is where the toilets come in. Okay. Delegate to an up-and-comer. This is where the interns come in? Here's why. I know that within every, 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 every section of society, business, field of expertise, there is a certain level of putting in your hard work to grant you further opportunities. And when I was a young, when I was a young minister, I was, I mean, I didn't love cleaning up toilets, but I was dying for the opportunity to prove myself. That's what I was looking for. I was dying for the opportunity to prove myself. So you know what I did whenever I was 18 years old? I cleaned a lot of toilets. I, I know for a fact, I know for a fact, the Oklahoma Assembly of God District Youth Director, who's the highest level that you can get, he's one of our, he's one of our state officers, so he's, he's very accomplished within this world. He started out volunteering to janitor the church and was just dying for an opportunity. So, yes, sometimes those opportunities, you know what Thomas Edison said? He said opportunity is everywhere. It's just disguised, just dressed in overalls and looks like hard work. That's what opportunity is. It's dressed in overalls and looks like hard work. So if you're looking for opportunities, yes, the delegation may be hard work. But if you are in, in a position to where that goes back to the character issue. If I'm just saying, hey, you know, Philip, go clean up the toilets because I don't want to clean toilets anymore. And I'm just doing that to do it. And I don't care about him personally. or I don't, I'm not even looking to give him further opportunity or responsibility. Then, yes, I'm a very bad leader. And that is, that is, that's taking advantage of someone. But if I'm delegating that task with the idea of there are other opportunities and greater opportunities ahead of you, then by all means, delegate any task because it's all got to get done. So, yeah, I don't even know what we're taking away from today, Ryan. What well, are you taking I, away what from am I today? Ta- I'm taking away that I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. And, and I didn't come at you strong. And if I can quote you, and I, I'll have Kyle run back to tape, by all means, play devil's advocate. I think that came out of your mouth. But I wasn't even trying to. I think I agree. I agree with you 100%. Well, now you're just being mean. Delegate equals empowerment. And empowerment, you have to be more intentional with your empowerment than I think you do with just regular, oh, I'm just going to have this person do this thing for me. If you're truly empowering, then you are invest investing. Empowerment and investment kind of mean the same thing to me. So delegate is kind of an investment into somebody, but the investment has to pay off for the other individual. And if it's not, then you're not really empowering. You're doing you're a poor delegator and you're giving everybody else the negative connotations. And I'm not saying you with like the royal you over here. I'm saying I've been guilty of it in the past too, where I've I've had someone on the team that I thought I'm gonna pass this over to this person and it wasn't really an investment into them. It was me being lazy. And me taking advantage of somebody. So I think that it's a complicated issue so much so that I think we're going to have to have part two. We definitely Potentially are. a part three. I'd like to bring it down to a level where, to answer the questions where people are saying, I don't have anything, I, I don't have any power to empower. And I think that's wrong. I think everyone has power to empower. I think everyone has opportunities in their lives to delegate, not only responsibility, but opportunity to other people. And that's what it's all about, creating this synergy with other people that allows for greater things to be accomplished with everyone else and delegation does get a bad rap but it's not negative delegation is not just sending your crap work down the line delegation is about creating opportunities for other people to succeed and empowering those people to accomplish great things and you can do that and in doing so it's going to elevate everything that you're doing and it's going to help everyone not just you live your list 
Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you are awesome. Sir, you are awesome, seriously. Eller and Murr want you to continue the conversation on Twitter at hashtag LiveYourList or online at LiveYourList.org. Well, see you later.